live from EVD Labs in Seminole Oaks, California, it's the Late Night Early Morning Show with your host, Isaiah Pacheco, and that man who put this all together, Augie Lopez. So do whatever you have to do to get ready. Finish brushing your teeth and have a warm towel. The show's about to begin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Late Night Early Morning Show. This is Augie Lopez saying, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Who I have with me today, uh, to my left, he's on my left today, is going to be my co-host and cousin, Isaiah Pacheco. Because the right way would be wrong. Exactly. And next to him, <laughs> I got the one and only uh, Angelo. What's up? And then next to him, I got my buddy Rico. How's it going, people? Uh, so what's up? Okay, so what we're going to talk about today is, I went to Reedley this weekend, my hometown, and I was able to hang out with a lot of my uh, old high school friends had a blast um you know and they gave me some real good feedback on the podcast it actually motivated me to continue doing this so guys if you guys are listening i want to say thank you i had a great time uh we need to get together more often um but one thing that did come up was uh the way i guess if tony was here he would vouch for me not vouch for me but he would actually agree with my friend one of my friends, his name is Junior, he uh, he actually pointed out that I say the word um, sandwich wrong. Like so sang- I, I, sandwich? I don't say it sandwich. He does, he does, I say it sa- sandwich. sandwich. He does okay. say sandwich. But see, the, the fucked up thing about it was, is is he told me, I was like, he goes, well, what do you guys want to eat? I was like, oh, man, I can go for a sandwich right now. He goes, what the fuck are you saying? He goes, it's not sandwich. <laughs> this is what he said. He goes, it's not sandwich. It's sandwich. And I was like, bro, you know what? To be honest with you, dude, this is what I told him. I said, to be honest with you, I can't hear the difference in what you're saying. He's like, he goes, you can't hear the difference in what I'm saying, sandwich and sandwich. And I was like, no. Are you in a G? I don't get it. Exactly. No, because when Tony was telling me this shit, I always thought that I was saying the witch part wrong. I was like, sandwich? Like, I didn't get it. But when he broke it down to me and he was like, no, bitch, it's not S-A-N-G. It's S-A-N-D. And I was like, Oh, I I know how to spell it. I just don't know how to say it. You know what I'm saying? So um, that that was fucking hilarious to me. Nah, I, I wonder that, if uh, people from other because I know I, I'm pretty sure people in Boston people say sandwich too. Like that's pretty common for people to say it like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I wonder if sandwich is actually in the dictionary now because there's a lot of things that just because people say them wrong they actually add yeah. it into the dictionary. Oh really? Yeah. Like uh, is this the I, urban I, I, dictionary? I believe no, no, the <laughs> yeah. real dictionary. Like Webster's. Well, Sarah Palin made up a word. And, what was it? Uh, yeah, re- refute. Oh, refute. She mixed repudiate and refute. Yes. <laughs> you know yes. that should have been a word. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I was say so, uh, but just like that, there's a uh, I, I believe hunger. Hunger pangs is in the dictionary. Hunger pangs with the G. Really with a G. Hunger. Hunger, hunger pangs. 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 I thought that was a real word. Actually, no. I, no it, hunger no, pain I, is a real word. I think huh? I. I think I looked that up already. <laughs> I thought there was a, a G word too. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, either I think either way is correct, and they're both in the dictionary. So mm-hmm. I guess. I, well, now I know how to say it, but you know what? I'm, to be honest with you, I'm still going to fuck it up and As say it wrong. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to be me. Dude. You put Augie in Boston and he's going to say hunger pains. Yeah. Oh, right, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> All perfect. <laughs> um, hey, you know what happened? Not to switch gears too much, but you know what fucking happened to me and Angelo right now? What me and Angelo were waiting for everybody to get here. And we we're chilling outside and talking. And I'm, I'm kind of venting to him about some shit, right? I'm, I'm saying like, oh, fuck, you know, like. I'm worried about my homework and all this other bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. 
Then, well, tell, tell them what happened, Angela. What happened when we were, we, and we were in, go, we're like in a serious conversation. No, sorry, sorry, go, sorry, sorry, what pull, did you see coming down the street? Sorry, sorry. And it's, it's dark already outside. It's, There's no street lights where we oh, live. Right. I pull, okay? I pull up at like 7.30, 7.40, something like that, right? And uh, and he pulls me out and he pulls me to the, to the side and he's like, hey, let me talk to you for a minute before we go in there and do this podcast. And I'm like, oh man, it must be serious, right? Like, you know, whatever's going on, you know, you, you got a shoulder to lean on. So so we're talking and we're you know he's deep in conversation telling me about some issues that he's having over at work or whatever, and uh, next thing you know we see this flashing light and I don't know if if any of you have seen like light like ghetto bird lights. I was gonna say a UFO. I was, right, I was right. Like uh, not not yeah a ghetto bird, but also the light that when a uh, patrol car is right. going through or, yeah, a like thing a, and like flashing lights into oh, into, right. into the houses checking yeah. for perps. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So <laughs> so you seen like the, yeah like you said like <laughs> right, the patrol exactly. cars yeah. coming down the street. You know it's dark and and he's got the lights flashing and all that. So we see that <laughs> out of the corner of our eye. We, but out of the corner of my eye, I like when you had he had a better view because he was looking straight on what was coming our way. Right. But when I looked, I just saw like the light go into the uh, house. Right. You just yeah. see flashes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so and and so the lights coming from a distance away, so you can't really see exactly what sort of vehicle it is. But you would sort of suspect <laughs> that it's a patrol car, right? Like that's what you would think. Right. So so we kind of play it off or, you know, don't really give it too much attention. We're just sort of going about our business because we got we're deep in the conversation. Right. It's serious. So the, the light starts getting closer. <laughs> Next thing you know, the light's about about 20 feet away. And we notice that it's an old guy about 60 years old in a slow ass wheelchair. With like a, like flashlight. a scooter, right? And Sco- he's- Go ahead, go ahead. So, so, so he's in a scooter, <laughs> but he's using the flashlight like he's a fucking patroller. Like he's on oh, duty, wow. dude. He's on duty. Uh, and then, like, I just look at Angela. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then he's like, this is the kind of fucking neighborhood watch you got going on here. Or what? I, was, I, was like, I go, hey, motherfucker, I don't fuck with Glenn, dude. He'll fuck your shit up, right? And then I thought, I thought we saw him like coming back down, but no, it was like a homeless person with a fucking uh, a shopping cart or whatever. Right. And I was like, what do we say? That now, apparently Glenn had already given him uh, the, the, the shakedown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, all right, you're good. Go ahead and pass. You're, you're all right. Did but, you really so, know that guy? No. no. I was just no. fucking making fun of him, but just, it was fucking crazy. Wait, no. what's the name of the cop on a fa- uh, Family Guy where he's in the wheelchair? Oh, yeah. You guys should give him that name. No, oh, what is that fucking guy's <laughs> name? Oh, oh, shit. It's a... Okay, I'll uh, find no, out right yeah. now. But but that reminds me of a funny story. Um, when I lived in Tennessee, there was a guy like definitely special needs, and it's gonna sound really fucked up because I make fun of him right now. But he was a, I I, I go outside and I start hearing a, a honking, mm-hmm. and it's just bop 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 bop. Just and I just keep hearing it getting closer and closer, and I'm looking around. I don't see anything coming around the house. And then I see a guy on a wheelchair just going full, just going full speed, you know, with his hand, on the, his right hand on the joystick. <laughs> and, yeah. And then the, there's a van behind him, like a van with like a lift kind of like half out. Like, I don't even know how the car's moving because it should have like some sort of safety feature where you don't have it like sticking out while you're driving. Right, right. But apparently like he was probably supposed to be getting onto the van, but then he just took off on him. No and so she way. didn't even like chase him by hand. Like she didn't chase him on foot. She got in the van. And chased him and down, chased and so he's there's just a van chasing him, going brap 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 brap, and then he's there pushing the joystick full forward. That's a high and, speed and, chase, and, though. And he's just going help, help me, help. <laughs> What's it's his name? Joe Swanson. Yeah, 
just that's once. A, that's a, that's <laughs> is, a, is it still a high speed chase if you're moving like three miles an hour? I don't know, but it, <laughs> that must have been intense for him, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Because <laughs> in his mind, he's just like, I'm making a break for it. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Rico? <laughs> but I mean, um, getting back to what we were—the reason why we were outside chopping it up, right. you know—is because, oh man, not not to not to get too into detail about it, but I, I really really do not like it when people take small things and make them into big problems, man. You know what? I mean, that that's the full scope of what we were talking about. But that's Puff Daddy has a, a word for this. It's, what? It's called bitch assness. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's what it is, man. Because <laughs> it, it's it's like uh, it's. It's um, there's a good scene in Scrubs that says it's perfectly that there's a guy and a girl that are going to get married and she goes to him and yells at him because he doesn't screw on the top of the uh, toothpaste cap. And she was like, how the fuck oh, do you expect that. us to raise our children if you can't remember to do this? <laughs> That's what it's like. It's right. like people that take these small little things that can be fixed or do whatever really quick. They make a big old deal about it just to make it seem like they're they're doing what they're supposed doing to be something. doing right you know what i mean <laughs> right. and that annoys me <clears throat> but i don't want to get too much into it but that's the reason why we were outside talking and um and when we saw our neighborhood watch so i don't know <laughs> um i feel so much safer now yeah. <laughs> to know that the, yeah. <laughs> but he yeah. was Glenn's taking it serious too yeah. no but it was like <laughs> these right. aren't these aren't houses that you need to fucking check out like that yeah. but he was like but there is a house over here <laughs> yeah. that uh according to our uh, what do you, neighborhood watch uh newsletter that okay. comes to comes to amanda uh-huh. there was a house over here that they, we had some squatters and uh, no i guess that maybe some people were trying to hassle them like some the people in the neighborhood so, trying to go in there bang bang on the door get wait, them to go out what are squatters so there are people who just go into abandoned houses and live and try to live there. So oh. you can, yeah, you can. They have legal rights you too. Have, yeah, you can actually stake claim. Rights. You can actually mm-hmm. stake claim to a house um, as a squatter if there's a whole bunch of legal issues surrounding it. But yeah, you can actually go into a home that you do not have a title or deed or any or don't own in any way, shape, or form, You're and kidding. actually stake claim to a home. And You're kidding. Le- How legally. can that even be possible? It's very possible. On, it, as a matter of fact, it happens all the time. Really? Yeah. Um, it's typically very hard to keep it, but yeah, especially if you can get things like your utilities on, um, and, and show, <laughs> yeah, no, no joke. You can actually stay claim to a property. Really? And, and, yeah. be, and because over the last four years, there's been so many, such a high number that there hasn't even been a whole lot of people going after people who are squatting. Cause normally really? a, a bank would go in and they would be the, right. the, the people initiating the whole case against people squatting in the residence. But there's, Millions take a ride through Beverly Hills. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it's because it's. I think the big influx of uh, uh, foreclosures because of the the housing crash and everything. Right. That yeah. And even but you know to be be honest, even people that uh, that were never evicted from homes that they that they do that they did actually own, they could actually technically be squatting. Right. Just by not you know continuing to pay the mortgage, they went into default, whatever. But yeah, squatting is a, it's a big deal. Yeah, so squatting consists of occupying abandoned or unoccupied area of land or building, usually residential. So, oh, I didn't even know that that happened. Yeah. All right. Okay, so what we're going to do now is we're going to go ahead and take a break. And then when we, get, when we come back, we will um, get into the news. All right, bye. You can find us on Facebook. But if you want to be part of our conversation, you can email us your questions and comments to podcast at lnems.com or follow us on Twitter at Late Night EMS. Also, 
visit our website, lnems.com or latenightearlymorningshow.com. There you'll find pictures, links to our topics, and the shortcuts to subscribe to our show on your mobile devices. There are so many photographers in this day and age, and that can make it overwhelming to pick a quality photographer at an affordable price. Whether you're an aspiring actor, comic, musician, or if you're just getting married, Frankie Leal Photography will customize a special session just for your needs and budget. Lucky for me, I was referred to Frankie Leal Photography. My portraits came out amazing, and they have helped me land modeling and acting gigs. Call him to set up your shoot at 559-638-9545 or check out his work at www.frankieleal.com. Oh yeah, mention the Late Night Early Morning Show and you'll get 10% off your session. Alright, welcome back everybody. What was that? Oh, it was a dog. Like crazy dog. <laughs> it's Glenn. <laughs> Glenn, where the fuck you at, baby? I'm scared. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do right now is we're going to go ahead and get into the news. You ready, Dave? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get it. And now, the man that thinks he knows everything, but knows everything about nothing, your broadcasting legend, Isaiah Pacheco. All right, I news. I use. I can't even talk right now. Jesus Christ! I news. <laughs> I, I use news apps. <laughs> Wait, so you don't have that to. That is hard to say. Is, 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 is I use news apps, so you don't have to. This is your uh, intro. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I just want to uh, make sure. Oh uh, yeah. Say it again. I use news. Ha- I can't even say it. <laughs> we need a new I, intro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm changing it. Or it's supposed to be. I use news apps, so you don't have to. All right. Okay. So. About five stories here. Um, the first is a new proposed bill would allow bars, clubs, and restaurants to serve alcohol over the existing 2 a.m. limit currently in place. Woohoo! This, this is in California, right? Yes. This change in law could benefit California greatly as it would put the entire state on the same playing field as cities like New York, Miami, and Vegas. It's about that's huge, fucking man. time. That is freaking. Now, that you, is really huge. What's yeah. the chance of it passing? So here's so here's my issue about LA, and, and, I, and this is sort of a broad, but and yeah. we'll go back to your question mm-hmm. in a second. But I mean, who in LA? First of all, how many people go out before ten o'clock? Yeah, that's true. Not that's very many time, people, yeah. right? That's no. time to leave. Yeah, that's sort of the time that you leave. You don't plan on arriving at a, at a place that you really want to be at until around eleven, eleven thirty. Typically, well, why is that though? <laughs> why, 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 why does a party kick off at ten? How come it can't kick off at eight? Like, how come? Like, what, what is why? Because that's, 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 that's that is a good question. I know why. I know the exact reason why. Because well, women take too damn long to get ready. That's the exactly <laughs> the reason why <laughs> women aren't showing Amen. up at eight o'clock. Amen. That's exactly the reason why. Okay, and, and that means the guys aren't so showing, that means the guys ain't showing up until ten o'clock. Yeah. Plus, we're waiting outside for all the you know all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you stopped yourself. <laughs> going into it, going. No, but that's that's a big deal because obviously if we're not getting there until eleven o'clock, the bar is closing at one thirty. Yeah, that really gives you two hours to enjoy yourself, and you're a hundred dollars in the hole before you've even had a good time. So, right to right. move to move the uh, the. Did you say you're a hundred dollars in the hole? Well, I mean, look, you're looking at door entry, whatever that costs twenty twenty bucks or so. You're looking uh-huh. at somewhere around fifteen bucks a drink, and if you got two people, you're already at sixty bucks. So you haven't even really enjoyed yourself with not anything more than one drink, Ooh. and you're already at sixty bucks. And then you don't even get to enjoy the time that you have right. for all that money. Yeah. So add or another drink to that tab, 
or something like that, go out to dinner or whatever the case is. I think you're you quote the Hollywood prices, though, just by the way. Mm. What other prices yeah. are there to quote? Well, Santa Monica, you can get by on 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. Okay, so the yeah. the person that brought this into effect or wanted to propose this was Senator uh, Mark Leno. He proposed a bill uh, which would require the city and county officials to petition the Department of Alcohol Beverage Control uh, for the extent for extending the services. And what he said was that Leno says that he foresees concerns that uh, to be raised about drunk driving uh-huh. and late night noise and other issues that would arise from the additional Bullshit. hours of boozing. So that's two hours. I can. You think that there'll be more drunk drivers? If of course there will be. Yeah, there, because you got two more yeah, hours. There definitely be more drunk New drivers. New York has handled it, so there's no fucking right. Excuse. The noise, the noise issue, Ch- I think, is an, is <laughs> that's an empty argument because no one's complaining about noise at two o'clock. Right. They're not no, going to be complaining yeah, so about that, noise at the, three o'clock. Noise, it'll just move back to four o'clock. Right. So fucking and what? Yeah. Truthfully speaking, if you're pulling over more people for drunk and driving, it you're actually raises money. money for the for the state. So yeah, it's it's a big in a big income. Oh, and truthfully sure. speaking, it should be twenty four hours. Why? Why do, are they dictating what you can drink? If a bar should close when it gets when it gets empty. Right. Yeah, that's true too. Because what's hey, what the fuck is four o'clock in the morning? <laughs> it's going to start I mean, again at six. You got right two hours. What's what's the difference? Yeah. yeah. Why are you tell me when I have to go to bed? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I'm a but grown ass. How man. many people mm-hmm. are actually going to stay there till four? I don't think even a lot. Oh, of I think Rico will fucking stay there. <laughs> I, I, I think you know, it'll. I think it'll change going. people's pattern. I mean, if you go to New York, people are used to staying out to really late hours yeah. of the night, and right. for travelers and, they go and for out tourists, the cold. they want to be able yeah, to come out and too. stay out as many hours as they want to. Maybe for local people, it's like I don't need to be out till four. Right. But if I go to New York. I'm gonna make it a mission to stay out till exactly. six o'clock in the morning. Okay, right. so let me ask you a question. Sure. We we well, said that you know the too. time to get to a club or to a place is ten o'clock, and that's that's having in mind in L.A. that right. the bar closes at two. at two. Do you now think that since it's gonna be open at four, that it won't kick off until midnight, two hours later? Yeah, it'd be like New York. New York doesn't kick off until like eleven, twelve. Yeah, and, probably. Yeah. Probably. But, god, I, but god damn, maybe I'm fucking old and shit, but shit, man. I to know. fucking think like... <laughs> I'm not staying out. Just you know, take like, a nap before you go. Well, I take a nap all, all the time, but, you know, just... Just to think like, oh, we're going to go to a club. When do we got to get there? Midnight? What the fuck? I'm ready to go home at midnight, dude. Like, I'm ready to leave. I'm, I'm the one that's first in line knocking the door down at 8 o'clock. Everybody looking at me crazy like, don't you know the girls don't get here till 10? Be like, I got to fucking start getting my drink on and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I know it might change my situation because uh, Amanda doesn't even work. Amanda works until 10, usually on Saturday. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, right. And Friday nights. So right. maybe we can go It'd be out interesting after she gets to see People yeah. just stick to the normal 2 a.m. routine if it does pass. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure any yeah, business can just right. close their doors at 2 like they always have yeah. before. My bad. Sorry. Hold on. But you'll get to drink up until 2, whereas now they start shutting down at 1.30. Right. I, I don't know a bar owner that would want to sh- close their doors when they're packed. Right. Yeah, fuck no. So anyway, next story. Jillian Pavlica, a news anchor on Fox 54, was reading her teleprompter when the words News 54 has just learned that a Huntsville news anchor is being proposed to on live TV right now. The reporter immediately broke into tears and cried the entire proposal. Here we go. I'm going to play a little clip from it so you can see what we're talking about. Here we go. I like the stories. Editing magic. We gotta hey this everyone, up. welcome to Yahoo's Trending Now. I'm Melissa Knowles. Today is Monday, March 18th. 
As journalists, we're often tasked with the painstaking job of reporting on the top stories of the day. So it's not often, however, that we actually become part of that story. That is exactly what happened to Fox 54 anchor Jillian Pavlica in Huntsville, Alabama, during the 9 o'clock news on Saturday night. Report to you, Fox 54 has just learned that a Huntsville news anchor is being proposed on live TV right, we'll right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She read that like Hi. she had a serious story. <laughs> oh, my goodness. For years, we've talked about this. <laughs> and for years, you told me to be patient. Our time would come. Finally, all of our pieces are falling together. Dude, that's fucking <laughs> hard to picture. do in front of fucking life. everybody. All right, that's cool. But the reason why I brought this up is because that the balls that it takes for somebody, or the reason why Isaiah brought it up was because I wanted to talk about it, but the balls that it takes for somebody <laughs> to fucking go on. go on live TV. That is. Now, two out of the four people here were sync Bachelors for Life, right, Rico? <laughs> right. <laughs> two out of the four people here have... Significant others. Yes. I wanted to know how first Isaiah you. How did you ask uh, uh, Amanda to marry you? I don't have a very good story for how we. He was drunk. How I proposed to her. <laughs> he was drunk. No, but it was after but, sex. But I did give her a ring <laughs> uh, after being married to her for three years. Yeah. And that's when she finally got her wedding ring. Oh, okay. And uh, so Wait, I. What did you give her when you actually got married? We didn't have anything. Oh, really? that's right. Yeah, we didn't have anything. Just yeah. a, awesome. They have it. They haven't had a ceremony. Just yet. a handshake. Yeah, huh? no, no ceremony, nothing. <laughs> no, we went, we went down to the courthouse. Just a high five. Just a high five. Me and you. Yeah. Get some world. Right. I like that. That's love. Yeah. yeah we went down to the courthouse. Kind of we, grabbed, we grabbed a bum as our witness. No, you yeah. did not. I'm just kidding. Oh, good. <laughs> <again. laughs> oh, man. That would have been funny. Okay. Uh, uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, how, are you, how are you the ring? Okay, so we uh, went down to a place. In Nashville, called the F- Flying Saucer, uh-huh. and what it is is like an old, old, uh, like bus terminal, okay. like really old. It looks like one of the places that you see out of, out of like a movie where they have the train station, the ceilings all glass and everything. Right. It was, it was pretty cool. So we all were having drinks, and then um, my friend bought around, and then I was I took my friend to the side. I was like, "Hey, dude, I've been carrying this ring around because I was trying to just do it, kind of, you know, whenever a moment felt good to do it." Right. And over two days, I was carrying on the ring everywhere, and it never really felt right to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "We're having a really good time, man." I got a big smile on her face. So I had everyone, I had my friend get a shot and then my, and then I bought a round of shots. When I bought a round of shots, I got down on one knee and everyone raised a glass to us and I gave her a ring. Oh, then. That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's awesome. That's pretty How awesome. old were you when you got married? If you don't I mind. was 20 still. I just turned 20. Two zero? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two zero? <laughs> Couldn't even go to bar yet. <laughs> Two fucking zero? <laughs> Woo. Shit. Yeah. Love. Wow. I've been married for seven years. God damn. Wow. wow. Impressive. Yep. Wow, what, what was the question again? No, well, how <laughs> did you propose? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was that was such a so, so. He just said he had the ring in his pocket for two days. I actually planned my proposal for like over a number of months, and I ended up doing it as a surprise to her. But my family was there, and her family was there, um, and we did it at this little restaurant out in Malibu, and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so we went. It was yeah, I, I, I sort of nice. Yeah, it was it was it was really nice, man. I planned it all out, and like I said, all of her family was there. And basically, what I did was I walked her away from where we were sitting, and um, had all of her family come in, all of my family come in, and then as we were coming back from the bar uh, that day, we basically just walked back to our seats, and the entire family was there. And I just asked her at that moment, so it was it was pretty it was pretty nice. Yeah. So yeah, half was, the guys that I was kicking back with this weekend, they were all married, 
And yeah. so. Oh, so speaking of clubs and marriage. Okay, talk to me. So I'm at a club on Friday <laughs> night, dude. Okay. I get invited out there by a friend of mine who's having a birthday party. He's actually promoting the club, so he's got a table, bottle service, nice. all of that, right? Wait, hold on. I don't mean to pause you and interrupt you, man. No. You know what, dude? You know, I you know what I've been getting a lot of uh, feedback on you from the podcast. What's up? Is that I'm fucking hearing you through the headphones? Is that you have a nice, soothing voice? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that. <laughs> You almost, you almost fell asleep just now. Yeah, yeah. I, was all, I, want, I want Angelo to talk to me more, dude. Anyways, okay, sorry. Go on. No, so, 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 so we just mentioned clubs and, and going out and what's that, what right. that's like in marriage and all that sort of stuff. So I'm at the club on Friday night, and the, the, the scene I just described to you, bottle service, mm-hmm. promoting the club, right. out with the friends of mine, that sounds like the, the makings of a great night, right? Right. It's a totally different experience when you have a significant other. Yeah. And especially when they're not with you and you're in that environment. Dude, yeah. now this isn't to say that I didn't have a good time because I did. Okay. But you really can't behave like a regular guy no. when you have a significant other. You can't really be a wingman because you, right. you sort of, you're out of practice, right? right? So if <laughs> okay. someone asks you to be a wingman, you right. might just fuck it up. Right. Like, <laughs> totally. I was kidding when I said he had AIDS. I was just kidding. <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> Baby, come back. Like, you're used to being honest and shit now, so. <laughs> someone else. So, yeah. <laughs> So, so like, is he a nice guy? Well, he sleeps with like 10 girls a week. So. Right. <laughs> we, we actually dropped somebody off on the way over here. But he's he's really cool. You, if I think he smells his dick, it probably smell like pussy still. But. <laughs> okay, go on. Yeah, so you suck as a wingman. Right. You can't pick up on girls. Right. So you're dancing by yourself. <laughs> like a right? chick. Like, a, like a, a chick. All you need is a purse. <laughs> you just throw your wallet down on the fucking floor. <laughs> <laughs> And there's and there's only many there's there's only so many like high fives I love this song that you can give to the other <laughs> to the other guys in the group, right? Yeah. So, so, so if what, a girl what, approaches, do you say my feet hurt? Or? That that's another part of it. That's that that's another part of it is if if you do end up being that one guy that she approached in the evening because there's only going to be one for right. a girl right if, right. There, if there is one uh-huh. yeah. so if you end up being that one guy now you don't what, be a dick. what do you do yeah you don't want to be an Can, asshole. do you dance like a stiff do you <laughs> do you reply Give with a, a re- hover hand right do you reply with a, a respectful like oh um <laughs> I'm, you know, what the, what do you do? You sound like a bitch. Kind you of sound like, like a bitch. Uh, so, like I like, Do you hand over your man card that at that point and be like, oh shit, here's my man card. Right. Like, you don't have your man card to give away anyway. It's in I your wife's purse. Yeah, <laughs> let me go get my girl. She's got my man card yeah, on me. Like, I don't. I let her hold it before we came in. Man, you know I'm so, fresh out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what do you say? How do you so, say, look, baby, you know, I really want to, and you're nice and everything, but I just, what do you say? What do you say? Well, most so, girls start, but a lot of girls just put the ass on you when they start dancing, and they, no questions asked. It's like. <laughs> which, which is a great thing, don't get me wrong, but yeah. it's, still an, well, it's yeah. still an awkward situation because you're like, hey, how are you? <laughs> She, she don't wasn't she doesn't want to talk. Right. She wants to exactly. grind. And exactly. So were you put so in that position? Did somebody come up to you and ask you? No, you know, I spent the that's a, the, the reason why it was so uncomfortable that night is I spent the whole night dodging interaction with people. Yeah. <laughs> I only I only had like five high fives, so I got rid of those like in the first like hour. Like but, this song is my shit. 
high five. <laughs> I was all out by like. Wait, you know, were you with white people? No, I, was with, I mean, I was <laughs> with. It, it was it was a mixture of people. I mean, some Armenian guys, some oh, Hispanic okay. guys. What's with that? One black. <laughs> well, no, because uh, I don't know too. Five? Yeah, like I don't know too many like minorities that be like, yeah. Like, yeah, shit. You know what I mean? It's like, the minority equivalent to a woo girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. When I say for the I, podcast, right? When I yeah. say high fives, I mean metaphorically speaking. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You give him a black hand. Like, oh, this is my shit. Acknowledgements yeah. of a song yeah. being like the, the shit that you want to hear. Like, right. But you can only get to like five. If you got more than five in a night, you probably like need to do some other shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Did right. you drink a lot? No, I didn't drink a lot. I didn't want to act the ass and be by myself, and then people be like, "I don't even know who the fuck that is." <laughs> so I kind of, I kind of just roamed. So I kind of just roamed around like fucking this loner dude. It was just awkward. Like when you looked upon like the the old dude in the club, like by himself and shit, like all fucking dancing by himself. I'm like why is this fool always come up Something to me and say, don't you, "Don't you like this song?" No, everyone, everyone, everyone thought I had a really small bladder. No, you went to the, the bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how you were. Do- that's how you were dodging people. So can, I'll be right back. Let's go to the bathroom. Save my seat. <laughs> no, 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 baby. I wanna, I wanna dance with you. I'll walk you to the restroom. <laughs> I'll be here right here when you get back. Don't worry. Fuck. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was interesting. Okay. It was interesting. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. There's no segue from that for this. Uh, break. <laughs> oh, I guess drinking. All right. Breaking news. Uh, Lil Wayne is out of the hospital after having a seizure from a scissor binge last week. Uh, mixing prescription state prescription strength coating and sodium has soda has been a popular I can't even talk still, dude. Jesus Christ. Um anyway. <laughs> have some mixing the mixing coating and soda has been a popular <laughs> among Southern rappers and has caused many deaths. It is not recommended by five out of five doctors. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wrote All that. All five doctors say you should not do it. It is this not shit. recommended by them. <laughs> yeah. Good afternoon. Chase Sapphire. This is oh, Okay. Whoa. Hello? You know what? I fucking you know, okay, I'm not gonna you, edit this. What are you doing? I'm not gonna edit this shit out. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to pull up videos uh-huh. that talk about what we're talking about, but all these fucking stupid videos have ads before them and it fucking pisses me off. Fucking just Google. Just fucking mute the sound. Until I tried the ad comes they, out. They, they don't have that though. They don't they, anyways. <laughs> so five out of five doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Say codeine and soda. I, I really want to know what that that is. I never. I've heard about it on rap songs. It's but. cough syrup. I, it's go ahead. Uh, I can't think of the name right now. It's uh, like if hi, I wanted to it called? hypothetically it's it's try that, would I go get like a bunch of cough syrup? It's a prescription medication for one, so oh. you can't. It's um. It, Coding, it's, it's right? Coding, yeah, but it's, it's coding. A, I forget the, it's a it's a liquid form of coding, but I forget. But exactly I thought they the used like uh, like cough syrup or something. It's a cough suppressant it's and a, and coding mixed together. Oh, it's something number four. Is it Nyquil or something. and Sprite? It's kind of like Nyquil. It's kind of like Nyquil. It's like prescription Sprite. Nyquil, but yeah, it's heavy heavy dose prescription coding medication. Makes how does it supposed to make you feel? Soda, some, I don't really know. What I kind of high heard. is probably it? Probably like you're fighting a freaking. Like you're fighting going to right sleep. Right here. It says it right yeah. here. What does Goldie, it say? you've done a lot of this. Why it's, don't you tell what us What the how? fuck? <laughs> it says uh, it's called purple drink. Purple drink. And the drink. main ingredient to the prescription shape, uh, prescription strength uh, cough syrup containing coating. Hmm. Um, and promethazine. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Promethazine. Yeah. Oh, and you mix it with Sprite or a soft drink, a Mountain Dew. So it's Sprite and this cough drink or Mountain Dew and this cough drink. Cough syrup. Wait, me. and they're saying you got to put... 
Jolly Rancher candy in it. <laughs> oh, that's sounds better. To, yeah, to yeah, add yeah. flavor. That's what they do in a piece <laughs> of Jolly Rancher candy. Yeah. Wow. Jolly Rancher candy in it. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So apparently Lil Wayne, Lil Wheezy is uh, high on some promo. And, but he's been doing that for a long, a long time. time. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. even know about that shit and I don't yeah. follow him that much. There's a right? video yeah. of him well, he talking had a seizure about yeah. from this. Yeah. There's Maybe. a video of him talking about back in the day his why he started doing it and the rappers that got him into it, just listening to them, right. UGK and those guys. Well, I don't think anybody's looking at Lil Wayne and saying he's not on drugs. Right, yeah. true that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on. Ryan Seacrest, 38, and Julianne Huff, 27, have broken up after a two-year relationship. Unnamed sources say hectic work schedules were to blame for the... But the, but the two still remain to be friends. Why do they quote ages, by the way? Oh, no, I'm just saying because he's way older than her. I didn't, uh, I didn't realize that. Um, well... Not that, much. not that much. Not that much. He's like 11 years older. <laughs> uh, to add insult to injury, Huff also had a $100,000 in jewelry given to her by Ryan Seacrest stolen this weekend. Oh, fuck. Oh. oh God damn, that's a lot. Honestly, that was probably like one paycheck for Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, so that dude yeah. makes this shit, but that is $100,000 yeah. worth of jewelry. But yeah, he dumped nuts. her, right? No, they it mutually. Sounds like, yeah, it sounds broke like it was a. Because <laughs> they, they don't have enough time for each other. Yeah, mutually. They probably Go, spend, they, you talk spend like weeks. You. You know them personally. Well, yeah, man, I'm the same, dude. Hey, man. Oh, it's like, a Ryan, mutual like thing, Ryan, man. Like Ryan called you directly before yeah, that shit dude. went down. Well, he, he asked me for advice on which way to handle the situation, <laughs> and, I, and I gave him just advice. She used to be my girl. She's hot. She's, She's hot. Really hot. She's yeah. really hot. All right, last story. Trent Mays and Malik Richmond have been found guilty of raping an intoxicated 16-year-old. They both were sentenced for one year in a, uh, to a youth correctional institute. But Mays received an extra year for transmitting for the transmitting of nude photos of the girl. They both will be registered sex offenders for the rest of their lives. Okay, so check this out. Uh-huh. This this is a, a big thing that's going on right now. But um, the thing about this uh, news story is that um, they said that this was one of arrogance and ignorance because um, they the guys said that they didn't know that what they were doing was one wrong. To consider to be rape but if you see the pictures that they have some pictures um i i don't think i have them right here but they have pictures of them uh how they handled the girl mm-hmm. and the girl was pissed drunk one was she hold- was completely unconscious right completely unconscious one was holding her uh both her arms the other one was holding her feet like she was just looks dead like a dead body yeah. and they took her they i think they said that they took her in the back seat of a car and pulled down her pants and started like fingering well, her. i thought this was yeah. an apartment though. yeah no, it, was it started a, it started uh, in the car yeah, so they got her to car. some they got her to someone's apartment yes and then and then they continued doing what no, they were doing right. her her friends she was actually okay enough to tell her friends because they they wanted to take her from from the boy's house right and she was like no no i'm staying with both of them yeah, and that's yeah, what one but of the how friends many, testified how to. How many people have been okay when they left the club and then got in the car and it was not and okay? Got in the car. So, you know, at right, 16 right. years old, she has no idea what was she actually was not, okay. Yeah, and, and I understand what you're saying too, <laughs> yeah. though. Like, she said it under her, and who the fuck, I mean, they're their own person. I mean, that's so, she wanted to go hang out with those guys for something. She that's tough. had every intention to do something. I mean, that's a tough thing. Cause. Right, but the thing about it is, is they were saying yeah. that, well, how the fuck could you not know that this was wrong? Not only that, why would you not think it's wrong and and then you, I don't know which one it was, think that this is an impromptu porn shot and shoot this girl and then release it. 
Okay, that's yeah. what happened. That's why people got pissed off. Yeah. And they were saying because they're like part of this football team in this town that they got special treatment. And you always hear that fucking dumb bullshit. No, and but you know what? And and I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I'm not gonna come to the defense Stupid of someone who, who does something something as dumb as what they did. Right. But I have been around a culture of or a group of people who have been put on a pedestal. In this case, we got football players, right? right. And a lot of high schools treat their high school football players as little stars, little stars, mm-hmm. as guys. They can sort of get away with anything and do everything and they can remain as ignorant and naive as they want to because no one's going to check them, no one's going to discipline them and all that. And I think t- that to me sounds more like what they're saying is right. we could all, we could just do whatever the hell we wanted exactly. and we never right. thought about repercussions. We never thought about repercussions. We never thought about been... anyone so, actually telling us we couldn't do it. And what do you mean this is right? Just, you know what I mean? Like just, just naive and, and ignorant kids that were being treated like they were gods. Right. But I, I've been out with guys in Vegas who've had sex with drunk girls. Mm-hmm. Do you guys consider that rape? No, but this girl and was unconscious. To rape would be a matter of consent. If a no, girl that's is not in... my question, not, not the scenario, but having drunk, having sex with a drunk girl, no, really drunk girl that you don't just met. Do you consider that rape? No, I don't consider that rape either that's... because I've been I've been the person who passed out while having sex. You know, like, <laughs> I don't consider it fucking rape. <laughs> but you're, like, I was dude. happy as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're a dude, though. You know what I mean? like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I, I hope it was good. Uh, was that good, baby? No. Well, what, what, do you, what are you asking? Uh, but I mean, th- that's a fine line between what. Ha- but I think here. the difference is, is she didn't. She couldn't stop it from happening like even when a girl is drunk and pissed drunk she's at she least conscious s- and stop it'd it it'd be difficult for her to stop it it would okay but then but then right but but what i'm saying out. is is well okay then then no, if you're I, talking I about you're if you're talking you're, about a chick that is unconscious if she's incoherent no dude, then then that's yeah rape. then that's then <laughs> then i would say if if you take a chick home check this out if you take a chick home and she's drunk and she passes out at your spot. Now you're thinking, well, she came home with me. She, you know, we were making out. And she, I could just slide it in. And I could just slide it in. But she's asleep or she's not responsive to what you're trying to do. Yes, then that's. I think that's wrong. You're to, like, you're to, like, to, it's me, Casper. Yes, yeah, me, Casper. No. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody movie. doesn't know that from, that's from the movie Kids, <laughs> go see that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you should try and slip it in when she's not responding to your advances. When well, she's, we're not saying not responding. Let's say she's really drunk. Mm-hmm. Look, you. I mean, you know when you're taking advantage of yeah. someone. Right. And at that point, if a woman isn't consenting to a sexual encounter with you, then it's you're taking right. advantage of them and it could lead to the charge of rape. Yeah. yeah. I That's think if my... you guys were charged in California, it'd be much worse for them because you hear like of people uh, just getting in trouble just because they have sex with the girl and she's drunk and she says yes. Yeah. Right. Well, I actually have a friend who was a juror on a case in which a girl tried to sue someone for rape because she claimed she wasn't coherent because she had too much to drink the night and she didn't actually want to have sex. And the guy ended up getting off because everything she did I leading up did. to having sex totally communicated the fact that she wanted to have sex. Right. But right. apparently this this particular guy wasn't all that well liked and some other sort of 
issues. Oh, so they were trying to Yeah, so her. she's right. basically trying to say, oh, I didn't have sex with him voluntarily, so I'm going to, you know, basically slander his name and right. go sue the guy. And it's like, yeah, right. You did everything that one would do to indicate that you wanted to have sex, but because you had a little bit of alcohol, now you Right, right, right. So I think that's a different story. But yeah, if I think if 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 you're taking advantage of a woman and yeah, she but, is yeah, but you're asking uh, not not to not to shit on your point, but you're asking people to look within their moral compass to determine whether you're uh, taking advantage or un- to understand that when you're taking advantage of somebody. So what what might be taking advantage of you might not be somebody you know they might not mean the same thing to somebody else, and they might think it's okay. Right. I'm just saying that when to to like when the girl is unresponsive to your advances that is the line like no matter what if you think it's still okay to slip it in when she's unconscious you know even if the whole pregame or whatever indicated that she was yeah if you're making out the whole time and you're doing all that (laughs) and then she fucking just blacks out you have to stop you gotta stop you gotta stop completely agree yeah i'm just happy that these guys are young they fucked up I don't think that like they didn't do they didn't do something like hang out in a park and grab a girl and drug her and right. and, and right. rape her. You know what I mean? So I'm happy that they're not what having was the crazy content. It was only for a year. For a year it's a year in one. a youth correctional <laughs> facility, so they're being tried as <clears throat> as non adults. Right, and but and that brings up a very good point because that brought up the the next uh, kind of story that I wanted to talk about, which was okay. the C- the backlash that CNN was getting off of this report. Before you Be- go there, real quick, just to, just to add to this, both boys did apologize to to the families of the girl. Not so only did I think they, they both they, apologize, one of the fathers got up there and said and that he feels responsible for this right. because he he was not in his son's life, which is. It's kind of interesting because oh, that's interesting. you know yeah it's a dynamic that you don't often hear about right exactly but the but, apology but, to me means nothing because who wouldn't apologize yeah that's in that true. situation well I mean the well apolog- I got another story but we're not going to go mean, over it that somebody they apologize after the sentence was handed out or before they apologized after the sentence was handed yeah. out but the truth is their lawyers wouldn't have allowed them to apologize before then because they couldn't yeah because they yeah, were you can't you can't so, talk. To yeah. each other. <laughs> But the backlash that CNN but, is getting is they're point. focusing more on the uh, defendants rather than the victim. That they're kind of saying that oh these people had such a bright future and and why uh, you know this isn't like this isn't like a real rape thing you know kind of like what we're discussing right now. Right. And they were saying like what the fuck what's wrong with the victim like look at the victim like yeah. why would CNN just focus on them like they did something bad whether it be that their own stupidity but they still did something that was fucking wrong and they need to pay for it. Right. You know what I mean. If they did a lot of focusing on the on the victim and they put her life all through the the mill of the news, right. everything, she probably could have been one of those people who, like, when all this is over, everyone is crashing her house, you know, giving her hate mail, and yeah. then she ends up killing herself because she's bullied by everyone. That, yeah, well, the media look, look, the when, you, on when you look at the issues that surround this particular case, they're in a small town. Most of the people, from what I understand, are you know not very wealthy. You know, there's there's not a whole lot of income coming into the community. Most people already know who the girl is that live within the community. Yeah. So now CNN is going to take this 16 year old girl who's just been through this traumatic incident and highlight all of the things surrounding her and her life. Come on, no. Yeah. Yeah. But you still, but you still have to use the story. Yeah. So right. the only but, but the these, only angle guys, we can take, yeah. But the, the only the angle they can take is. Let's look at these guys and examine how this ish situation has changed their lives. Because they can't look at the girl. They don't know. They can't right. disclose her name, where she lives, any of the pictures. They right, can't right. disclose any of that. For, so there's no story. Uh, quickly, other than, can you... There are people who are blaming uh, her. And 
for what happened. Mm-hmm. Is it fair to blame her for getting yes. that? I'm sorry. You think it is fair? Yeah. I think she yeah. has to hold some of the blame, too. Because why the fuck? You should know how. I mean, I know kids are stupid, but that's the one reason why my dad always told my my, ki- my, my kids, my sisters, <laughs> hey, you better fucking watch out how much you Because he knew we were going to drink when we go out. And he would say shit like this. He goes, because once you're drunk, it's on you. You're asking for it at that point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, not not so much like you're asking for it, like come rape me and right. shit. But, right. uh, you know. It, it's, it's, you're asking for that line to become blurry, though. Exactly. Yeah, and 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 yeah, she should have taken responsibility. All kids at that age, anyone, period, should take yeah. responsibility for what they do leading up to the incident. Right. And she obviously didn't. No one forced her to drink as much as she did. No one forced yeah, her to get in the car. But then again, people say, "Well, you're blaming the victim. You're not blaming the pe- perpetrator of the act." I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, oh, no, no, no. no. I was listening. Right. Yeah. I was just asking that, if he was ready. Point. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's blame. I think it's just stating the the the, the circumstances surrounding the case. And like, I, she didn't have to go to the party. She didn't have to drink as much as she did. She didn't have to leave with the boys. Although when she left, who knows what kind of state she was in. But yeah, right. there are a lot of things that could have been different that could have made this whole situation not what it was. And so, yeah, yeah I think she has to be somewhat held yeah. accountable. Wait, go for it. All right. Um, I forgot my shit. Say something, man. Thank you for listening to the news. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know the intro or the outro. My, All name, right. my name is Isaiah. What we're going to do right now is we're going to go ahead and take a real quick break. When we, ke- when we come back from break, we're going to break down Justin Timberlake's new album. If you, don't wanna, if you don't mm. want to hear Justin Timberlake, we're going to get deep into it because his, his album is being released and uh, all these guys are here for a certain reason because they're really into music. So we're going to do our review with that when we come back. Or personal use. Tell us about your project in an email to podcast at lnems.com with the word website in the subject line. We gotta listen to three minutes of. No. <laughs> I didn't know you went to Ridley. You have fun? Went to who? Ridley. Reed. Reed. Reedley. How do you say that? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Reedley. Okay, so what are you asking me, Rico? Oh, I'm sorry. No, um, that's what you're saying? How do you say it? Say Reedley. Reed. I, says, I usually say Ridley, but... Yeah, some people Reedley. in Reedley say it like that. He was just asking me how... how but was... those people don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I want to get into right now is I want to get into uh, Justin Timberlake's album. Okay, so what we're going to do, right, we're going to have a, um, a music segment always on the podcast maybe not every podcast but definitely when a a a high profile album is being released so we can kind of break down what's going on and and what we think about it you know totally at the end so what i'm going to do is i'm going to play a little bit of snippets of the album and then i'm going to let everybody weigh in on the uh the uh, oops (laughs) we're going to let everybody weigh in on it and see what they thought of about it and uh here we go so the first song that is on the album it's going to be a song called push your love girl and it's eight minutes and two seconds yeah eight minutes and two seconds so let's let's play a little bit of snippet of that
Hey little mama I gotta ask me if I want to Just tell me can I get a light Roll you up and let it run through my veins Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna We're gonna play the song And then we're gonna let the song go a little bit in the background While we analyze it, okay? So, um Rico, you've heard this song, right? Yes. And Angelo, you've heard this song, yes, right? Sir. Okay. Uh, I know Isaiah, you've heard it too. So, what, yep. what's your first thought about it? I mean, listening to it and just, what do you think about it? I mean, I like it. It's kind of, I don't know. It's definitely not what I expected here at the beginning. Okay. Um, Is that a good, bur- good or bad? It's, it's good. It's good. It's nice. I just think it's kind of too slow. That's kind of okay. My phone's on it, and I. For opening, and I only and I, I I listened to it for about three minutes a day until a subsonic busted down and I couldn't hear it anymore. <laughs> and I see that you have a note about a breakdown, and I didn't hear a breakdown, and I was like, man, this is going on forever without a breakdown. Oh and man! So I maybe I shouldn't show you guys my notes so you guys can stay on yeah. it. Okay, just let's go uh, really quick because I don't want to spend too much time on the review. But what's up, Angelo? What do you think about it? Um, I like it. I like it. I think. Uh, I mean, it's not exactly the intro of the album. Per se, because he released that single before the album right, came out uh-huh. or whatever. But I mean, for me personally, when I put an album on, I, I like it's sort of a significant moment when you put an album on for the first time. First track that and you hear. The first track that you hear should set the tone for yes. me for the album. Completely. So, exactly. so I I think that this song does that. I think it puts you in the, in the zone in the mode that he wants you to be in for the album. So I think I, I like it. I like it. Rico, I I love the opening. Like I said, uh, mm-hmm. um. I don't remember it standing out to me when I first heard the album, uh, okay. and you know I eventually I went to Suit and Tie. So right, know, let's go. But uh, here, listen to it again. Uh, I like it a lot. Better. Okay, so this is my thoughts. The first thought that I had when listening to this was that it's the beginning. The strings kind of sound like an old Frank Sinatra song mixed with a deep bass. Okay, the studio album, the studio version was way better than the performance that he did on SNL of this song. I like the way it sounds better right here. Uh, the bridge, which is going on right now, uh, I'm kind of not feeling it. Uh, but I do like the breakdown after the bridge. Um, the eight, this song is eight minutes. It's a little too long, but, you know. See, this is a bridge right here, and I kind of ain't digging it. You don't like the bridge? No. But like when it comes out of it, I do. I like that funky stuff. You know what I mean? But I, I I'm biased to funky stuff and and jazz because kind I'm a of, dancer. Kind of it is kind of princess, yes. Um, so yeah, so uh, I, I I on a scale from one to ten, with five being average, I gave this an overall of five point five. So you know. Uh, so that's so did, this didn't stand out for you. No, nah, didn't stand out for me. Okay. So do we? We don't really need to go over this one, right? Probably, we all agree. No, but we, we went over it together. Yeah, we yeah. we already went over this yeah. on another podcast. So, we all okay. agree that it's it's a good one. It's the best song on his album. But I still just, don't like the intro. <laughs> yeah, I can I like see. The intro. Yeah, I can see why people wouldn't like it because it because it doesn't get you going right away. I wonder how they're gonna mix it down for. Like for the clubs, yeah. you know what I mean. Clubs that get out at two and start at ten. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most clubs get that. Yeah, I don't like the intro that much either because I want to get down to the. Yeah, you need the intro to set up the 
payoff. I can't wait till I get you on for good looking. Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, so the next song is uh, Don't Hold the Wall, which is five minutes. Okay, I'm sorry, before we go on, Suit and Tie, I gave actually a 9.5 out of 10 because I really like it and I really think that it sounds good. You know, but we reviewed it already in a previous podcast, so I gave it a 9.5. Next song is going to be uh, Don't Hold the Wall. Okay, so while this is going on, let me just read you my notes and then you guys can chime in. It sounds like a Boys to Men album, right? When they begin to harmonize. Okay, so this is what I said about it. It sounds like a Boys to Men album right when they start to harmonize in the beginning. That's just the first impression that I have, but it is a good harmony in the beginning. Um, I didn't like the beat at first, but after I started listening to it, I got I started to get really into it. Sounds like a typical Timbaland album with the jungle beat and everything. The way his voice sounds against the beat, it sounds really good. I like the clap on the chorus that comes up. And then at 2 minutes and 45 seconds, it sounds like the same sample that he used on his Shock Value album, Song Bombay. That was a little bit disappointing. You can hear it. Let me show you an example of that. Can you hear it? Shock Value. So at 2 minutes and 45 seconds, let me put the song down. You hear that little thing in the background? That like it's some chick singing? Right. So this is what I'm talking about. This is off of his Shock Value album, Timbaland. See that that that. What I think that he did, I think that he got this little sample and just used a different part of this whole lyric part and use it in that song because it's along the same. The same kind of style watch you can hear. This is his previous song that he made previous. Listen. See, it has the same kind of feel to it. Well, that's, I mean, that's that's just taking that type of Punjabi sound mm-hmm. and, and injecting it into his production. I don't know if it's the same sample or the same track. It may be, but I think... I think it's just the I, same style. Yeah, I, th- I think he's just taking... Uh, I don't think that's fair, Augie. You don't think that's fair? Well, I, I was just saying that it's it's uh, right along the same sounds of, and that's a typical Timberland track. Right, Timberland has his signatures that you're going to hear on on his songs, and I think that's one of them. Is hearing no, it's just sort not of fair, that. <laughs> Shut up, <bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, but you know he he has certain signatures that, and and when you hear it, you're like, oh, that's a Timberland. Yeah. Right, but the breakdown of this song, like his little fire recordings of his own voice. <laughs> That's sick of like <laughs> Okay, the breakdown of this song I really like though. Check it out. Right here. Well, how do you like it? You shouldn't have to ask me that question. Well, how do you like it? 
one of these songs you think would stand out at the club besides Suit and Tie? Because mm. a lot of these are very simple. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know which one would stand out like that. But anyways, um, I like that he changes his voice. Like he goes down an octave, yeah. and then it's a nice change to have yeah. after two songs of his high pitch voice, his exactly. falsettos. Right. In the first two songs, then he goes into a, a lower yeah. range. I like it. Yeah. So I gave this an overall six, six and a half. I liked it. It was a little above average. Um, a little above average, on my opinion. Anybody else have anything to say about it? No. no? Okay. Next song is called Strawberry Bubblegum. This goes out to you. This goes out to you. I know I sound like a thousand times. Sounds like Shaft. And every day it still feels like the first day. I don't like the high-pitched snare sound that they use in the beginning of the song. Watch this. But they change it after a minute and they put a clap in the morning. Dedicated to you. Hear that high pitch snare? I kind of don't like that. Or this one? Yeah. Uh, you're so wrong. This is this is seven minutes and fifty nine seconds. Um, it's interesting. Like each song starts off with a slow tempo, then. The whole tempo kind of changes and they go into Every song is like that. Every there's there's like 10 that. tracks on this album and like seven out of the 10 tracks that go over eight minutes. Yeah. And it's always, you know, the, the, uh, it's like two songs in one, exactly. which, you know, that's not a bad thing, but can't okay. Overdo it. Yeah. You can't overdo it, man. This song is a good song. I like it. I dig it. I gave it a seven out of 10, you yeah, know. Do you have anything to say about it? No, I, I, I think by this point in the album, I started getting tired of Timberland. Yes. But, and, and, and it wasn't because what he was doing musically wasn't great, mm-hmm. but yeah. it sounded too much like a collaboration. And what I wanted to hear was Justin Timberlake. Right. I didn't want to hear it. Putting it. Right. You know what I mean? And it was like, if it's a collaboration, stated as that. And, and that's cool. And we can expect that. But when you're hearing this much Timberland's voice and, yeah. and Timberland beatboxing and then the overindulgence on the beats is just like, how long is this shit going to go on before we yeah. get to the, sub, the meat of the song? So and we're then, already at four minutes and 42 seconds at fast forward it a little bit but yeah. because on this particular song that when it breaks it down i really really like the way it breaks it down because it breaks it down into a jazz kind of feel at yeah. five minutes Check I, it out. I actually this is actually one of my favorite songs on the entire album but i still don't like all of the timberland yeah and it's but I, and i really like the song which is like so this is it right here to be interesting to see how much collaboration see this see this yeah, beat this right, right here with the roads that they got going on on the this is the same song. It's just the end of the song. Yeah, and when the guitar yeah. comes in, it's yeah. like... So at five minutes, they change the song, but it sounds like it goes into a smooth kind of swing jazz kind of feel with Rhodes Piano. And it has a deep bass that I like. and has a little wah sound effect on it. Yeah. It sounds real good. I like, I like Rhodes this. Piano? Rhodes Piano? R-H-O-D-E-S. Uh, see? That yeah, little wah sound effect. That's a wah sound effect right on that bass. Come in. I can't tell if it's on the bass or if it's on a keyboard. Yeah. I, I like this part yeah. way better than the first part. Yeah, man. the first part could have just been completely eliminated for me. Yeah, exactly. Well, I got something that could have made this a made the album just a 
much easier way like to go track by track and, and listen to it but still give you the ability to just have the album play and go through all these transitions and that's there's a uh, what band is it it's a, a weird reference to use but Mars Volta oh yeah, 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 they yeah have, no, I know what you're talking their about their songs have very different parts in each song right. and they do have long intros that transition from the last song to the next one because they're kind of jazz oriented mm-hmm. uh, they're crazy rock but they're jazz oriented mm-hmm. so what they could have done is they could have had the long intro at the beginning of the track and then at after the track kind of ends have some sort of natural progression to the next beat next next song oh, yeah. and then actually have the track start, start. and hit its mark right. where the music actually takes off and that way it makes it for easy listening which is probably what they wanted to do to have the whole album play but exactly. they could have made it better for people who just want to get to a track right, right. and i and I, I get where you're going with that but i'm starting to wonder if the entire r&b genre is is starting to move towards this longer version of a song because um, Frank Ocean did something really similar where his tracks oh, yeah. are really long-winded, much longer than what you would normally see in a three-and-a-half, four-minute track. And The Weeknd, I don't know if anyone's heard yeah. The Weeknd's album, mm-hmm. he's, he's another one where his tracks are very long, like... You know, See, it the goes thing about on, that, the thing like, about that is, I understand the the tempo changes and the changes in the music because people to attention span isn't that long where they're gonna right. they're gonna get bored of it. They're gonna be like, "Fuck it!" Like I want to listen to something else. So I understand in the middle of the song changing it, mm-hmm. but I still think, why not just fucking separate why it into two different yeah. songs? No, you know I, what I mean? This this song that's come, that's playing in the background is called Tunnel Vision. It's six and a half minutes. First impression is obviously it sounds like a t- uh, a, a hip hop track. It goes really fast and really slow. So strong, so strong, the way you're saying it. And Timbaland's saying break it down, same fucking shit. You know what I mean? Same shit going on in the background. changes again at four minutes and five seconds but at four minutes and 45 seconds i put that it has a nice little crescendo on it so let me see if i can get there really quick does Tim, has timlin done his other uh any of his other albums yeah he did the, he did. the one right future before sex, future sex love sound yeah he didn't do but see that's the thing he had will i am on that album producing shit and See this this part of it. I like the crescendo. I can I can appreciate the artistic shit of it. You know the crescendo up yeah, and then yeah, the, yeah. the build up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that shit. But all Timbaland, like when he on his last album, he changed it up. You know what I mean? Right. All of it is just it's just yeah. too much a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So all right, on to the next one. I think this is the song that I here's here's what's standing out to me right now is that we're me. we're reviewing Justin Timberlake's album mm-hmm. and all we're doing is talking about Timberland. Right. Right. Okay. That's that to me too much on it. Yeah, that yeah. to me is where the problem lies. And it's like that you guys together they're great. They make great music and I don't think anyone can question, you know, their ability, their chemistry. Right. But we shouldn't be talking this much about Timberland for Justin Timberlake's day first album in what, four years? The thing, yeah. the thing about years? it is is I'm holding Justin up to a higher standard because of his star power and I expect him to come out with a little bit better stuff than what so far what I've heard. Okay. Like I feel that because of what I expect from him that uh, this album lacks a little bit of depth for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree. And so, even I wouldn't even say that this is like vocal performance wise. I wouldn't say that it's stellar. It it, it has a tie moment, but uh-huh. I wouldn't say that it's. But to it's, make to go back to Isaiah's point, right. like when he was saying, uh, it's it's good to hear that his voice came down. Listen to his voice. It's all it's all in falsetto. The most of the most of the al- album is in falsetto. 
Right. So that can get a little bit tiring too. I just think he's doing too much of the same stuff on one album. Rico? Uh, and do we know for a fact that Timberland is the only one who produced any of the tracks? Yeah, I'm pretty damn sure he is. That's what I heard. I mean, there's another. Like, I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure. With Timberland. Yeah. That's doing well, and just hearing J- Justin talk about the album. Mm-hmm. He's he's exclusively mentioned Timberland as being the person right. he worked with in developing the project. So okay, so what what do, what song reminds you of this? This part of the song. It's coming up right now. There you go. Exactly, dude. Great, That's great a, you are everything and everything is you. So it sounds like this shit, right? Well, I wouldn't shit. it probably is. Huh? It's <laughs> not shit. No, I'm no, saying it's not, it's not shit. I'm just saying no, it, it sounds probably like is this. This is, a, this is a style Lixis, you are everything that you're listening to right now. But that's exactly what I thought of when I heard that yeah, part you of the album. Got that. Yeah, that yeah. probably is a sample. Okay. All right, moving on to the next one. Um, that one I gave a four out of ten. I kind of didn't like it. The next song is called That Girl, and it is four minutes and 48 seconds. Um, song starts like he's at a lounge and going up with his band. Thank y'all for coming out to the Wise Underground Club. Our first act up all the way from Memphis, Tennessee. Show them some Southern love. JT and the Tennessee Kids, come on. Give it up. Thank you for having us out tonight with JT and the Tennessee Kids. <clears throat> Sounds really smooth, and I like the guitars and the horns in the song. I like the stabbing of the horns, too. What do you think, Isaiah? I think it sounds really good. I'm in love with you. You didn't have to run. I knew it was love from a mile away. Any, anyone who hears this song is immediately transported to the scene that they're in. Right. And that's that, to me, is a sign of, of a really good song. Exactly. And this is the only normal normal length song that doesn't change. It's 4 minutes and 48 seconds. And that's still kind of long for an average yeah, it is, song. It is you know what I mean? Long, yeah. But what's wrong, Rico? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Rico's enjoying. Because I think me and Rico are gonna butt heads right now, kind of quick. <laughs> but this song's alright. It's cool. I like it. But uh, uh, I think it's kind of mediocre. Mediocre? Yeah. I go with you with that. Well, what did I give it? I gave it a five, so I thought it was just average. So moving on to the next one. Let the groove get in. Same shit, man. Same jungle, jungle sound that they got going on. At first, when I heard this, I wasn't feeling it. But then, after I'm listening to it more and more, I'm not, I'm not hating it too much because I like that deep bass. The horn stab on this song too that I like. What happened? <laughs> it's a lot of Yeah. Oh, that's another bad thing too, man. This shit that he's saying right there over and over and over. He says it so fucking much at the end of this song where I get fucking annoying. And it's already annoying now. It's been going on for a long fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I bet you if you look at the Thriller album, that happens on track eight. And I have it right here too. He says the same thing over and over. Move on, bro. 
exactly what I say. <laughs> oh, this is the song. This is the song that goes into. Okay, I'm gonna fast forward this song a little bit. I'm gonna lower it because this song goes into like. See, same shit, man. But goes into like a Latin breakdown. Well, the entire song's Latin theme. Timbaland on the track again. So, I mean, this part of it's cool. I mean, but see, he just, same shit, dude. You know, but I saw him perform this, I saw him, I saw him perform this song live on uh, Jimmy Fallon, and it was okay. I, I mean, it, it seems like a live song. Yeah, it, it seems like a song, a song that would sort of get the pace back up and yeah. get the get the energy back in the room and all that sort of stuff. But does it need to be as repetitive as it is? No. Does it need to go like on? A, this this honestly could be about a, min, a minute and a half exactly. interlude and like just an move interlude. on. Yeah, yeah. And move on to something else. I agree. I agree. Okay, moving on. To Michael the Jackson next. did it right. Yeah, yeah. when he did it. <laughs> moving on to this song. All right. So, period about this song. I don't like the beginning. Sounds like Crimea River. Mirrors? Uh, What's the name of the song? Oh, yeah, Mirrors. The song's called Mirrors, and it's eight minutes and five seconds. Sounds like Crimea River. You tell me if I'm wrong. Sounds my, very plain and basic. Don't like the bed. My, my <laughs> first impression of this song is it's the most overproduced song on the, on yeah. the album. Does it sound like fucking... It's Crimea River. <laughs> I'm doing that noise, but that's, 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 that's where like we go. That's where we go, right? Yeah. So, this, yeah, this song to me, the guitar part and the breakdown is whack. Yeah. This is the first he, song. The he does beatboxing, right? Timberlake. No. And Justin. No. Justin Timberlake. They both do it, yeah. I would say this sounds like Justin Timberlake doing beatboxing. Exactly. And that's probably what he wanted in, at least one of them in the album. Yeah, maybe. Man, when am I going to beatbox on my own album, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is the first song that I fucking fast forwarded because I was like, "Fuck this song." Dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second single from the album. No, uh, this isn't the second single. Yeah, it is the second, second single. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, is it? Yeah, it's already been released. That's oh, the second single. Fuck, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, it's just some of the fuck. Yeah. All right. Anyways, Why are you mad? This is gonna do well on the radio. Yeah, it'll do well. I don't okay. know. Oh, you were hoping for another second. Song? Yeah, I was looking, hoping for another one. All right, <laughs> last song on the album is called "Blue Ocean 4. This is seven minutes and twenty-two seconds. It's this six- is my personal favorite. Okay, so <laughs> this is where me and Rico are gonna probably differ on opinions. Uh, the beginning, the beginning starts out the same way. I'm gonna replay it. <laughs> starts good. out the same way as a Black Eyed Peas song. Listen to it. You hear that, right? Okay, here's a Black Eyed Peas version of this. Okay. There's a lot of songs that do that backwards stuff. I like it. Yeah. You hear that? Sometimes you can make it sound really cool. You hear what it's saying? Not saying, but... You think that Black Eyed Peas was the first No, but it just that uh, played a song backwards? No, but I'm just saying that it has the same feel that's going backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could play a song backwards. No, I'm just saying it sounds like it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Well, yeah, I am saying Yeah, you should. But Justin's on that Black Eyed Peas album. Oh, is he really? Yeah. On that song? Yeah. No, not on that song. He's oh, on uh, Where's the Love. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> then shut the fuck up, Augie. Because, <laughs> see? Different set of opinion, man. So far. How long does this go on? I don't know. We're at 30, we're 40 seconds and we're still meat. hearing that shit. Hey, 
Right kids. Right a minute and 13 seconds is the first word he says. <laughs> I like the bass on this song and how it accompanies by the bass drum. Sounds like he's trying to make a sensitive and sweet song. And I like the way it picks up later on in the song. It's ca- it kind of is growing on me, Rico. See, it's kind of growing on me. <laughs> hey, the voice is, uh, this voice here is very nice smooth. What do you got to say? I think, I think throughout the whole album, he needs to... It doesn't seem like he's into it. Like, maybe this is the 40th take of what he did or something. Like, I just want... Like, you need to have more... He just needs to have more energy in his voice. Like, okay. It's like he's more alive or something. I don't know. Like, he just needs to push it a little bit more. I don't... I'm not feeling it from his voice. I like that uh, vocal range. Right here. Right here. Yes, I agree with Rico on this part. I do like this part. I wonder if that's him or a second. Okay, that's him. This is definitely at least top four of the album. Really? In the top four, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, I gave it a 6.5 above average. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think I think that I think that song is sort of a nice way to close the album. Yeah. But you don't. You, my, you're not my, a big fan of the song, though. No. Uh, I, what what I, grade I, would you give that that song? Um, you don't have to give a number. I would. Give, give I would grade. probably give that song a B minus. See, I gave it a C grader. plus. I give it a C plus. Not by your number skill. Oh, 6.5? That's not a C+. That's plus? Not a C plus. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said 7.5. No, it's 6.5. So, Augie, so you touched on, on one thing that I think is key, and that is holding him to a particular standard at right. this point in his career mm-hmm. because musically he's been incredibly successful. And it's yes. 2006 and since it's, the last album. And it's six, seven years. Wow, 2006? Really? Yeah. Holy crap. It's been more than six years. So it's been six, that. almost seven years since his last album. And we know that he hasn't exclusively focused on music because of all the other things he's right. doing. But we still hold him to a higher standard. And I think what we, what I personally wanted was to be able to say, I can't wait to hear that album again. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't, I didn't, when the album ended, I didn't find myself <laughs> right, exactly. with it. It wasn't in my bones. So okay, so so because okay, so that that brings up a good point because my whole thing is he was well, he was using Timberland and you and obviously he's using uh, samples and stuff that we're familiar with. What if he was trying to recreate that, but he just f- fell short of it? Because I'm thinking that. I want to hear something that that uh, sounds good, like his old stuff. And he he has old stuff. He has elements of his old uh-huh. stuff in there, but uh-huh. it's not making us feel the same way. Why? Why? It's because okay. he's it's because he's the same producer, is what it is. He uses the same he's, producer. He should have got like Amy Winehouse's producer or something yeah. from like her first album. Yeah, I, I, like, I mean, that would have been amazing. Because because Justin is incredibly versatile, and all he did in this album is repackage what he had done before. Right. Exactly. Yeah, See, but, I, you, know, you really then, changed your whole. Style, I mean, I don't know. You, so it's like if you follow the same formula that you that you know has worked in the past, right? Like that's that's what he's doing. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. you can only make so many foods out of flour, chicken, and and eggs. You know, right. what I mean? there you go, you there you go. Like you got to yeah. change the ingredients, yeah. right? Yeah. But um, why why not? Uh, I mean, that's what we were looking for, but we didn't get it. But I, I, I think just, he changed his ingredient a little more on the last album. On the future side, mm-hmm. he tried something different. But why don't you guys? What? Do, how do you guys rank his albums? 
his three albums. Uh, like I Love You. I mean, oh shit. Uh, the first one is, uh, what was it Justified. called? Justified. Justified. That one's, I think, his best out of the three. I'm so glad you said that because I feel like I'm the only one that thinks that's his I best work. I agree with you. No, I okay, think Because I thought Future Sex Love Scum had... It actually got better reviews, but... I thought Justified... Put, I, I thought that album put him on I the map. Yeah, oh yeah. Listen to yeah. over and over. Yeah, I think yeah. Every, I think uh, I can't think of a song that I cannot just play right. on that out on that. And album. I hung out with that yeah. fool right before that album was dropped. That's, Justified. That's really, yeah. I'd say that story later. But yeah, um, but yeah, yeah I, I think, I think I, overall it's a consensus. That was yeah, that was the best album. Uh-huh. The second one was worse. It was the sophomore album. So yeah, you know, usually they're not received as well right. or maybe their the maybe their juice. juices are kind of gone right. and they got to build it back up again. Right. Yeah. But even but even today most people review that album as being so much of a better of a greater accomplishment than the Justified album and I exactly. don't think that it was. And, and I, I think, think it was cuz when Justin first came out the reviewers were a little harsher because Right. He had he wasn't yeah. a big name and, and he was coming out of the whole NSYNC thing and Okay, I have a question of, for you as far as producers really quick and then mm-hmm. we're going to end this. Um uh, do you feel that his first song, uh, his first album was a little bit well more received better from us anyways because of the producers because it was the Neptunes that produced the most of the tracks. Right. Now, if you hear a Neptunes track and you hear a Timbaland track, which one can you pick out like more significantly Timberland. and say exactly right? So I think that the Neptunes are a little bit better producers as far as masking their sound and trying to sound a little bit different. So you can't really say I like don't know about, oh, I don't this. think the producers should ever come out on an album. I think they should just have a way of making a chemistry with every person that they work right. with. Exactly. It shouldn't right. be a signature. Shouldn't that be, exactly. the album. You shouldn't be highlight. Yeah, you shouldn't be the highlight. You disagree about the Neptunes? You think that you can uh, pick out I a Neptune song? Me, yes, completely. More than Before Timberland? T- over Timberland? You think mm, You think it's an easier... I, I think it's real close. I think you're making a distinction that we're... I don't think there's a... Because it's usually Pharrell who has like a little line in right, there. Right, yeah. Right. yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah, but so you immediately once he comes in, you know, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that Timberland does it more than Pharrell, way right. more than Pharrell. I that, disagree. That, Timberland, he, does it, he does it differently. Too. Timberland's gonna yeah. Timberland's gonna use this same formula, whether it's an Aaliyah track or a Missy Elliott track or a Justin Timberlake track or a you know, uh-huh. Jay Z uh-huh. track. He's gonna use the same formula, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's what I think the Neptunes are better at being more versatile and yeah, a, and adapting yeah. to the artist. I can, and on the yeah, Justified yeah. on the Justified album, I felt like they just they stretched Justin Timberlake as an artist and said, "We want to try this." Can yeah, you do? And uh, then, even that that first song where he said, "People don't usually do this anymore." Right, and right. Like, and yeah. so the Neptunes sort of said, "Well, how can we mold this guy? And, exactly. You know how many how many Let's directions can we pull him in? Right, and and still be successful." Things. Whereas Timberland said. I'm gonna put him and use my same formula, and then put this piece in place. Right and now, no. and so, and that's why mm. I say this is just a another a repackaged um, do you product of the same the thing. Neptunes as producers. I wouldn't say that I prefer. I, I think, do. I, I do too. I do way more than Timbaland. But see, yeah, Timbaland and the Neptunes are, are are. I mean, th- those are two of my favorite producers. Mm. But I do put the Neptunes uh, higher than I do Timbaland. And, and yeah, I I do too. But I mean. Yeah. We're talking A, A minus. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just, I, I'm not going to say A plus minus. Yeah, A plus <laughs> versus A minus is what you're right. saying, right? right. Okay, well, so... Did, Okay, I was, was going to say, it's just, it's just like lovemaking between actors on, on set. You know how they, they'll say that the ones who do the good scenes are the ones who have no romantic, like, right, right, anything right. really going on. So right. it's like maybe some, like, tension and they, they give it to you on the, right. uh, on camera. Oh, right. Yeah. But then the, but then when they have all their, uh, <laughs> all their chemistry behind the scenes, it doesn't show on it the film. It doesn't show on film. And maybe Tipple and, and, uh, oh. and, 
Oh, what just, what just happened? <laughs> Maybe Timbaland and JT's chemistry is all behind the scenes right now. Maybe right. they like working with each other. Right. It, uh, they like they like being so in the studio relaxed. together. But it's, it doesn't they don't try produce different anything. Things. Right. Okay, so maybe really, that's what, yeah. Really quick, Isaiah, overall, one through ten, five being average, what do you give it? Oh, total? If I put both the other albums no, above, no, 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 above no. eight, just, I would, uh, I'm just yeah, making a comparison, okay, okay. I would give this a five. A five. Angelo. Or a four. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. harsh. Don't, um, look at, don't look at mine. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to take mine no, off. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I would probably give it, and this and this is just like, being objective, mm-hmm. I would probably give it a six, six and a half, maybe. Okay. What great? Six and a half. Or a great? That's a D. No, no, that's a yeah. Go, Rico. What do you uh, got? No, I wouldn't give it a D though. I'd give it a, a D. I wouldn't. Wow. I would not give it a D. You say yeah. it's like a C, then? like a, a seven. Oh, I stand yeah. by my five and my four. I give it an F on. Yeah. You, right. this one. Yeah, I give, give it a seven then. Okay. What do you got, Rico? I got a. Uh, Talking to Mike, please. Sorry. Six. <laughs> a six. <laughs> Okay, yeah. a six. I mean, there's some gems on there, and I would give certain songs grid rankings, but oh, as yeah. an album, no. Okay, right. so my conclusion is a 5.8 because I was a little disappointed in the whole album. I thought we were going to have some good dance music, but I didn't feel that I got that. The only one was Suit and Tie. Um, if you're looking for uh, for this album to have the normal pop singles like Like I Love You or My Love, I don't think you're going to find it. So uh, the majority of the songs are over seven minutes, which they change in the middle of it. Uh, the format... They stick to the same format as we were saying, but overall a five point eight. Did you take an average of the songs? Yeah, I did okay. do that. I, 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 <laughs> like, where you get that point to? <laughs> <laughs> so five point eight is what I got. So, all right. Yeah. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna go ahead and end the podcast. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to me. This is. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Isaiah. You're welcome. No, Ange- thanks, thanks everyone for listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening. Angelo. Nice to be here, brother. Rico. All right, man. This is Augie saying good journey.